0: Well, hey there, and welcome to the Brookside Conversations podcast. My name is Lucas, and I'm the director of online community here at Brookside. And I'm so excited that you've joined with us today. Uh, On this podcast, we like to have honest conversations about uh, life and faith and and meaning and purpose and so much more and Christianity. And we just want to make sure that you guys are feeling like this is really something that we're doing together. And so we'd love for you to head to mybrookside.church to get connected to everything that is happening at Brookside. There's a newsletter there called the Brookside Brief. You can sign up to it. Just like go to mybrookside.church, enter in the email address in the little place there that you do. I'm sure most of you have newsletters of some sort. So just go there. We have, it's not like a crazy newsletter that we like send out spam or anything. It's just a informative newsletter that we send out on Fridays to keep you up to date on everything Brookside. Maybe it's life groups and what it looks like to get connected into those, or maybe it's a youth and a, or children's ministry programs, things like that. We'd love to get connected with you. So MyBrookside.Church is the greatest place to do that. Hey, on today's podcast, we have a special guest Heather McKenzie, talking with me all about the Brookside Welcome Team. Yes, the Welcome Team. We have a team that is dedicated to welcoming people into our church from the time that they pull into our driveway on a Sunday morning to the time that they are uh, ushered to their seat. And in all these moments in between, we are intentional about welcoming people to our Brookside Worship Services. And so today, we get to go a little bit behind the scenes and check out what it looks like and what that team is really all about and really just have a good talk about uh, some of Heather's favorite times in that. Uh, It's a really, really great conversation. I'm excited to share it with you. So without further ado, let's dive into my conversation with Heather McKenzie about the Brookside Welcome Team. Well, welcome, Heather, to the podcast.
1: Thank you. It's good to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited to um to talk today about uh the welcome team which you've been leading the welcome team for a, quite a while now. And uh maybe just to give everybody and kind of level the playing field, could you just say like what is the welcome team? What is the welcome team all about?
1: I would love to do that. It's my right. favorite topic. Uh the welcome <laughs> team is made up by five different teams, uh parking lot, um team the greeters team the ushers um the fun team which is the follow-up to newcomers team and uh, coffee corner and uh because of i never of- knew yeah that
0: fun was a across <laughs> 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 that's amazing
1: <laughs> well we were trying to you know follow up just to- couldn't do it for us, and and we yeah. were sitting around at one of our first meetings, and somebody said, "What about the fun team?"
0: Follow and up to we newcomers.
1: thought that was great.
0: I love that. Yeah, it's much more. Fun. <laughs> I thought it was just like this is the fun team. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: Yeah, no, the other teams are fun too. Yes, just of course. Yes, <laughs> anyway, uh, so those five teams uh, work together and. We had a receptionist in a place where I worked one time who used to say she was the director of First Impressions. All right. And um, so true. First Impressions are important. And uh, when anybody comes into our parking lot or our church, whether they've been coming to the church for since the beginning or uh, if they're coming for the first time, we want them to know that they are welcome. And so um, our our parking lot team right now certainly isn't so much about telling people where to park. It's to just greet them with a smile, uh, wave, help them if they have needs, getting out of the car with kids and that type of thing. So they do a great job. And uh, we have uh, the breeders team, Mm -hmm. which... uh, I should say we used to have about 40 people on the five teams. Like, oh my goodness. Counting them all up. Yeah, but so, right yeah, that's a road.
0: huge team.
1: Yeah. And uh, people were keen on making other people feel welcome.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, from the very moment people drive into the parking lot, they come in then to the building, the breeders are there um we the people who are greeters, are really keen to have people just come in and feel welcome mm. and just know that we care about them we want them to have a good experience
0: yeah I mean whether you're coming to a, a church or any place for the first time that can be scary but sometimes even if you're if you're coming, if you've been there all the time, sometimes it can still be a bit intimidating or maybe you're just in a a funk or in your, in a bad mood Mm -hmm. or something, a warm, friendly smile goes a long way.
1: Smiles are wonderful because they can just make such a difference in a person's life. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, we have ushers uh, at the door going into the auditorium and they just make sure people are comfortable that they get a good seat, and they um, they're there if there was an emergency or anything like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, the fun team, if people fill out their connection cards, that's something we actually pray about that they will. Then yeah. we have something we can use to follow up those individuals, and um, so we don't. A lot of people don't fill them up and or fill them out. But we, uh, we try to encourage people to, because there's, there's certain understandings that other people who might get their phone number, for example, shouldn't be handing it on to third parties. Right. Um, so we, we sort of have to sit, but if somebody does fill out the connection card, then we can follow up yeah, yeah. with a, an email or a personal note, just so they know they matter and that we knew they were there. Mm -hmm. And uh, and finally, the coffee corner, which isn't in operation at the moment because of COVID, uh, we've had coffee and tea and um, water, juice and and goodies. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not sure how that'll look in the future. Yeah, what's that
0: gonna look like, yeah.
1: Yeah, at least in the immediate future, but it will get figured out, so yeah all of these
0: these different ministers like so I've been in church like my since I was a little kid and there was always um there was always different people in these roles but uh would you say there's something unique about Brookside in that um there's a lot of like intention behind like not every church has a parking team and that's that's fairly new even at Brookside but when all of these teams are working together like there's no way that you would come and be a part of a a worship service and not have like some touch point with it with somebody who cares about you
1: that's right that's right and we want that um there was a woman who came a number of years ago who was quite shy and i think we overwhelmed her in fact i know we did (laughs) We didn't mean to, and we do try to be sensitive to people's personalities and things, but, uh, you know, so many people spoke to her, and it was, so she didn't come back for a while. She went to a big church, bigger than ours, and she figured that would be okay, and people wouldn't bother her, and it was true, unfortunately. Nobody spoke to her, Mm. and um, so she came back to us. And um we were glad to see her again and yeah yeah but we it's, do we're very purposeful.
0: Yeah. I often think about how uh Brookside like our physical location is in like a, a suburban but like really really fast growing suburban part of Ottawa. Okay. And it is uh post-Christian like you can't assume that people are Christians or have a Christian experience. You almost have to assume they either have none or they have a bad one. (laughs) (laughs) And so coming to kind of your local Baptist church, uh, I mean, when people do end up coming, like we have to be, do everything we can to, to help them have a good time. And, 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 and come back so that they can learn about Jesus and right. and grow in him.
1: Yeah, that's really, I grew up in a home where there was a big emphasis on when people came into our home who didn't live there, um, that they would be, in, we would be inclusive. Right. I couldn't play with my girlfriends up in my room if there was a young girl downstairs with their parents and they had right. just dropped in so that that had quite an impact on me and I began to realize how important it is I've stood in conferences churches all kinds of places um, and nobody came near me mm. which Me being me, that wasn't a big, big issue, but I was watching just because I'm interested in this area.
0: So are you, would you say you're more of an introvert or extrovert?
1: I'm a raving extrovert.
0: Extrovert, which is perfect for this role. Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) You know, we have a good number of introverts on the team. And they do a great job. And some of the people in the church... Um, there's one lady who's not on our, any of our teams, but she cares about people. And if she sees a woman come in, who's on her own, she will often invite that person to sit with her. Hmm. And you know what? That's fantastic.
0: Yeah, for sure. That
1: doesn't happen very often in places where I've been. And, uh, so our church our entire church, I think, for the large part, are interested in people. Mm-hmm. And and we do get a lot of visitors, people who come.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so we get lots of opportunities to to practice.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It sounds like almost every week has like a moment. Uh, of course, we haven't been in person for a while, but yes. it doesn't really it doesn't really matter because we're still the church. We're still on mission. We still are meeting. Church is not shut down. Anyways, it sounds like every week there's like a memorable moment. Do you have some like key highlights over your time as the leader that kind of like come to mind as like special, extra special?
1: Well, there are probably a lot more than I can pull back right now. But (laughs) our church has been very open to people from other countries. Mm who speak other languages, and um, so a few years ago, probably three and a half now, a woman came in with a little girl, the little girl couldn't speak English, and the mother could hardly speak any English, but in her broken English, and we were able to pull a few people in from our congregation who could speak um, to her, she was from China, um, she indicated that she had come to this church because she wanted to learn English. And she had been told that we were a, an accepting, friendly church, that she would be welcome to practice her English. And um, I thought that was wonderful. I was so pleased that that's the reputation we have. I don't know who she talked to, mm. but um, <clears throat> that was good. And um, along the same lines, just shortly after that woman came with her daughter, um, a man from China came. He and his wife were here visiting their daughter. He stayed um, less than a year. But <clears throat> when he and I talked, and I said, You're welcome to come, and you can sit in on, in on both services if you want to. We were having yeah. two morning services. If you want to practice your Um, your English and he did most weeks he stayed for both services and he was so keen to he was so appreciative of our church for accepting him Um, he became a greeter along with our other greeters and um, he just was so happy to be there and um, so Those are really important things. Yeah. And I believe he made a decision to follow Christ
0: Mm
1: -hmm. before he went back home. And um, so, you know, that's that's really wonderful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like those moments that it goes beyond... Of course, every handshake, every hi, every smile is so important. But the things that go beyond that to something deeper, like a connection to a person, man, he's actually serving on the team now. Uh, she, you know, she's connected to here with no previous, like, it's just so cool that it go it, it, a ministry that is, um, you know, just supporting the whole experience, uh, just has such impact on people's lives. I think it's interesting. Um, when I was, uh, I used to be a social worker and, uh, the so many times at staff meeting, uh the, the, the executive director would just say, like this organization is what you guys make it. Mm. Like there was 20 of us staff um program coordinators, and we all had quite a lot of autonomy into like our little roles. Uh and they would just say, like this if you want it to be awesome, like you have to make it awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I just think I broke. I mean, there's 40 people who are on this team uh, in, in the heyday and we'll get back there um, oh, yeah. who are intentionally creating a welcoming environment from the time you pull into the driveway all the way to when you're having some coffee. And yeah. like, that's a lot of, that's something to be proud of, I think. And
1: yeah,
0: yeah that's so, so cool.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, the, the coffee time is invaluable. Mm-hmm. I have two reasons for liking it, uh, well, besides the food. But uh, <laughs> the people, whoever they are, old, young, in between, whether they speak English or not, they always will get talked to by somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's a noisy area, yeah. but, <laughs> but if the kids love it, and that's my second reason, the children love it. And my philosophy is, I, I want to see children coming into our church and loving the experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if there's somebody there to frown at them or give them to, you know, kind of the evil eye because they're tearing around or something, um uh, that's not that I don't think discipline is important, but there needs to be a welcoming spirit where people, kids included, love to be there.
0: I heard it said on a different podcast recently, if the kids want to come back, the parents like a hundred percent will come back.
1: Yes, yes, I agree. That
0: because that if makes- you if I get I have kids, if I get in the car and, and doesn't matter what I thought about an experience at all. Uh, if my boys liked it, like it's worth my time. It's worth my time to go. And yeah. from a ministry perspective, the more people can come back, the more we get the chance to share the gospel. That's right. So if that's they enjoy right. it, so yeah, it's an investment to have a coffee team and we we don't charge or anything for that. It's, you oh. know, you just come and have a treat and have a coffee on us and that's our gift to you. And there's no strings attached. And what can happen is we get an opportunity to share the gospel more and more and more.
1: That's right. And as we get to know people, there's one woman um, came to her church because her kids were coming and she wanted to see them perform at the Christmas yeah. uh, time. And I'd never met her before. And uh, she and I started to talk and, uh, and now we have like a nice little relationship. Yeah, and keep we keep in touch. So I mean, she came before COVID, and um, during COVID, we were trying to keep in touch with people. And
0: yeah, she's mine. So so awesome. So yeah. we've already touched on this a lot, but in in your opinion, as the ministry team leader, what like why is it so important for just like overall to have? Um, to have a ministry that is kind of the welcoming lifeblood of a church?
1: Okay. Um, It always stems back to wanting people to join us. Uh, If they haven't chosen to follow Christ, see them make that decision, the most important decision anybody can make in their Mm -hmm.
0: lives. Amen.
1: And um, when we're all in the business of helping make fully engaged followers of Christ. And so the more that come and join us, the better. And that's our, our huge purpose. So the welcoming team, the, the welcome team, we are there to really put a face to that mission to put hands and feet and phone calls, Mm -hmm. things like that, um, to that mission. Because what good is it saying to people, we follow Jesus, but don't have anything to do with them. Don't welcome them, don't make them feel like part of the family. I like it if people can come in and feel that they've been noticed. That's huge to most Mm -hmm. people. We work hard at remembering people's names yeah. And um, that helps too. Because when you remember somebody's name, you can say hi so-and-so as they walk by heading out if they're in a hurry or something. And a number of people have commented on that. Oh, mm-hmm. you remember my name.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's interesting the look, the look people give you, eh? Yes. Uh, when I pick up my kid, my son Grayson from school, uh, there's 50 or 60 parents always, and I've only met a handful of them. But I always make it a point the next day to say, you know, hi David, or whatever. And it's yeah. they look every time they look surprised. Yes, like no one you shouldn't re- you don't remember people's name, but it does. It it draws you in. It establishes a connection, and it's important the, when you're when you're talking. Like uh, the verse that comes to mind is like they will know you are my followers by your love. Yes. And the more we can just love on people, the more, which is just a hands open, like, hey, like you're loved by the King of Kings, by the Mm -hmm. good father. So I love you too. Uh, And we have lots of love to go around.
1: We do. And um, I think it's, I partly because of my background and partly because I'm an extrovert, I love this area of ministry. Mm-hmm. There are other areas I love too, but I I would be so sad if this ministry dwindled and we weren't able to welcome people. Um, and we're, I mean, even in spite of COVID, we're still having new people come. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's fantastic. So and the and having the people come back who've been around forever. Um, that is just as important to us. Mm. It's been exciting in the fall. It was exciting to see how many people of all ages were returning to services. Mm -hmm. Even if they had to register or show proof of vaccine, uh, vaccination, they were coming. And a lot of people came. I was surprised.
0: Oh, yeah. I was surprised in our... It was our first week back for like was it 16 months or something?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we had like multiple brand new visitors on that yeah. Sunday. We had that three sets. Yeah. yeah. Three <laughs> that was crazy. Like it was totally hard. unexpected. Yes. It was. Oh my goodness. Hey yeah. Heather, this has been such an awesome conversation. Thank you so much for giving some leadership to this um, ministry. Uh, we're all so, so thankful for you and I appreciate chatting with you today.
1: Thank you, Lucas. Thank you for your support.
0: Well, that was such an awesome conversation with Heather, and I'm so glad that I got to share that with you. Heather is such an amazing person; I just love hanging out with her. Uh, so, really, that was just great. Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, why don't you um, give it a thumbs up or uh, leave a rating and review? Uh, make sure you, of, of course, of course, you're going to subscribe or follow wherever you were listening to this. Uh, it just helps us to spread the word. And hey, if you wanted to share this on social, we would totally love that. So, uh, totally want to just make sure that this is a, a community time that we get to spend together. I'm really, really excited for all that God has planned for us here at Brookside, and I can't wait to see how it all kind of works out. And I would love for you to be connected to that as well. So head to mybrookside.church for more information about everything that's happening at Brookside. And thank you for listening to the Brookside Conversations podcast.